The Center for Thinking Biblically is a ministry of the Masters University. Visit thinkbiblically.org for more information. In our time right now, I'd like to answer the question, what is a dinosaur? Now, you might think, well, isn't this primary concern? Isn't this something that should have been talked about before? And aren't dinosaurs pretty obvious? Well, you'd be surprised. If you go to Dollar Tree or Family Dollar, Dollar General, one of the one of the dollar places, um, you can find these little bags of like dinosaur toys, you know, which you can buy for a dollar if it's actually Dollar Tree. And you can go home and you can open it up and you can pull out all these little fun little creatures. But not all of these things are dinosaurs. In fact, there's several imposters hiding inside of there. And so what we want to look at right now is how do you know which ones are dinosaurs and which ones aren't? Some of you might be thinking, is this going to get really technical and boring and going to feel like having to sit through, you know, a lecture I didn't want to in high school? Well, this is actually very important and very relevant. I love Psalm 111 too. Greater the works of the Lord, they are studied by all who delight in them. Dinosaurs and other creatures are the works of God. They are his handiwork. And when we study them, we get to see his glory on display. So we need to be able to study them, to notice the differences between them, to see what amazing things he has hidden here or there. And that's fun. It's interesting. And I think that you'll really enjoy our look at what is a dinosaur and what is not. So three things we'll talk about today. What is the definition of a dinosaur? What features are unique to dinosaurs? And what are some of the extinct animals that are commonly mistaken for dinosaurs? To begin, I need to say, not everything that's big and or dead is a dinosaur. For instance, I took a geology class out on a field trip one time, um, just here in Santa Clarita, to a spot where we knew that there were fossils, uh, mainly shells and things. And I told the class, hey, you know, sometimes we find vertebrate fossils out here, bones. And as I said that, I turned around and there on the hill was sitting a giant vertebra, this big, as you can see in the picture. And I thought at first, oh, it's probably a whale. Well, it turns out it actually comes from a giant sea cow. When you think of a manatee or a dugong, these things used to live out here and they could be 30 feet long. That's a big extinct animal, but it's not a dinosaur. Well, why not? Well, we're gonna start figuring that out. And we're gonna do this by starting really broad and keep getting more and more and more specific as we move along. So to begin, not all fossils are from dinosaurs because dinosaurs have bones and most of our fossils are not of things with bones. As you can see up there, I've got a dinosaur bone, but I've also got some other fossils that pop up here. A trilobite. A trilobite is this little roly-poly creature, okay? So um, you think about roly-polies or whatever you call them. Um, these ones live underwater in the oceans and they could get pretty big. They could also get really small and they're not actually identical with roly-polies, they just kind of look like each other. But they are arthropods, which are animals with jointed legs and an exoskeleton. And these things, there were hundreds of species of these things. But they're not dinosaurs, because they don't have bones. Additionally, another common fossil is an ammonite. And this is a coiled shell, and inside of it would live the squid animal, and these are completely extinct as well, just like the trilobites. And they are found in oceans, and you can even find them sometimes buried with dinosaurs, but they're not dinosaurs. Additionally, not only do dinosaurs have bones, but let's narrow that down a little bit more. Dinosaurs were reptiles. The two animals, actually three, I have up on this screen are not dinosaurs because they are mammals, all right? Um, I've got, you know, an extinct South American mammal there, two of them, actually. Um, you see a big glyptodont shell there, which is a big thing. This child could sit on it. Um, and I 
you know, called this child an animal just because it's my kid. But, um, you know, none of these are dinosaurs. They are not reptiles. So as we're thinking about the different kinds of animals with bones, what we call vertebrates, um, there's a lot of them. Of course, there's fish. But outside of the fish, there's a group called the tetrapods. And tetrapoda is every animal that has four feet. So things like amphibians, reptiles, birds, and mammals. And if we go even narrower of our focus, we go to the amniotes. And these are animals that are outside the amphibians. They lay um, eggs that have shells around them. And in the amniotes, we have kind of two big branches. We have the ones that are more like mammals and the ones that are more like reptiles as well as birds. And so you can see there reptiles um, with the oval being green, including things like lizards and snakes, um, crocodilians, pterosaurs, and dinosaurs, among many other creatures. So that means some of the things that you might think of as a dinosaur really aren't, like Dimetrodon and the other non-mammalian synapsids. Now, just because an animal's not a dinosaur doesn't mean it's not cool. For instance, my favorite animal of all time is a non-mammalian synapsid called a Steminosuchus. They're in the green. This animal is fantastic, and when I show it to people, they don't believe it's a real creature, so I can also show you a skull right there. This was a real animal that looked really weird, and it was big enough to ride, which is cool. But these non-mammalian synapsids had features that we find both in reptiles and in mammals, and they're completely extinct today. But they are not dinosaurs, because they're not truly reptiles. Among the reptiles, dinosaurs were in a group called the archosaurs. Archosaurs have an extra hole in their head called the antorbital fenestra, which you can see pointed out there on that tyrannosaur skull. I got one right here. This is a camarasaurus, a, a sauropod dinosaur. And so they have a really big nasal opening called the naris. They have the orbit back here. And then they have this little opening right here called the antorbital fenestra. I know it's a fancy word, big confusing Latin thing. Fenestra just means window or opening. Ant orbital means anterior or in front of the orbit, in front of the eye hole, okay? So this hole you only find in a certain group of reptiles called the archosaurs, which includes things like dinosaurs, crocodilians, pterosaurs, and other animals. It's not found in lots of our other reptiles, like that mosasaur there, which was made famous by Jurassic World. It does not have an antorbital fenestra. It can't be a dinosaur. And going along with mosasaurs are our other marine reptiles, which are not dinosaurs either. Things like ichthyosaurs, which are these kind of whale or dolphin-shaped creatures, um, but they're reptiles, but they're not dinosaurs. As well as our plesiosaurs, which often have long necks, and people like to reconstruct them with their necks sticking out of the water, swimming around like a swan, which they probably didn't do that. Um, and people blame the Loch Ness Monster on this thing too. But they were real animals that existed in the geologic past, and there's lots and lots of fossils of them, and they could get big, but they're not dinosaurs. Now, among the archosaurs, dinosaurs can be distinguished because they walked upright. If you watch a crocodile, they usually kind of walk around dragging their belly on the ground. They can do a high walk thing where they're kind of upright, and they can do that for a while before they get back down. But dinosaurs walked upright all the time. And one of the reasons they did this was the structure of their hips. And you can see up there, I've got a hip, and I've got a green arrow pointing to something, once again, a big term, I apologize, called the perforated acetabulum. Wow, that's a mouthful. Perforated, you understand that with paper, right? There's a hole in it. And acetabulum is just the fancy word for a hip socket. So dinosaurs had a hip socket you could see through. Obviously only in the skeleton. This wouldn't happen in the living animal. It's not gonna have a giant hole in it. Um, but in the skeleton, you can do it. So if you're at a museum and you can see right through the hip socket of an animal, that's a dinosaur. You think about mammals, you think about us for a minute, right? We have hip sockets too. And they're like these cups, right? These bony cups that the head of our femur goes into and rotates in. You can't see through those things, but on a dinosaur, you can. 
And that right there is the distinguishing feature of a dinosaur, the perforated acetabulum. What that means is that some other animals that are archosaurs are not dinosaurs, like our crocodilians and our pterosaurs, which you may know as pterodactyls, even though pterodactylus is just one genus of pterosaur. Um, in fact, there's over 200 species that are named. And these are magnificent animals, um, varying in size from just a few centimeters in wingspan all the way up to an 11 meter wingspan or around 33 feet. So like the size of a World War I fighter plane. That's terrifying, okay? But they could get that big. Um, and they're really magnificent, fantastic animals. It's sad, I am sad that they're extinct. Um, but just to show you a little glimpse at them, we're not gonna have the time to do this, but there's other opportunities you can get. I wanna show you one in particular called Pteridostro. Now, you can see the fossil over right there and you might wonder, what is that goofy thing in its mouth? Okay, kinda looks like a mustache. Um, but those are actually its teeth. And those long teeth only occur in the lower jaw. And they're densely packed in there, so there's hundreds of these things, okay? And it makes it look like it's got a brush for a face. What is this thing doing? Well, those teeth, each one has a length-width ratio of 30 to 1, which is the highest length-width ratio among any animal that's ever lived. That's crazy. What they're doing is they're scooping up water, closing their jaws, forcing the water out between the teeth, but catching the little shrimpies and other things they want to eat inside their mouths. They're filter feeding kind of like a whale, which is pretty cool. And lest you think this is a mistake, we have whole bone beds of this thing in Argentina, all the way from babies up to adults. So we have a really good understanding of this creature, this fantastic creature that used to exist. It's not a dinosaur, but is spectacular and amazing how God designed his creatures. So let me wrap things up for you. Not all fossil animals are dinosaurs. Things like woolly mammoths or pterosaurs or mosasaurs, these are not dinosaurs. Marine reptiles and pterosaurs are found alongside dinosaurs in the fossil record, but they are also not dinosaurs. Uh, we can find their fossils, we can recognize them and say, hey, that is not a dinosaur, but it is still really interesting. The distinct feature of dinosaurs is that they have a perforated acetabulum, which remember is a hole you can see right through the hips. So there you go. Now you know what a dinosaur is and what's not a dinosaur, and that should help you as you continue to look at these marvelous creatures that God made. Thank you for listening to the Center for Thinking Biblically podcast. To help support this ministry, please visit thinkbiblically.org forward slash donate. To learn more about the Masters University on campus and online undergraduate and graduate programs, visit masters.edu.